Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Down the block, Andrew John. Inside for Elba. Elba will score. Elba will score. Newcastle and won. G'day guys, welcome back to the Rugby League Guru Podcast. You would have seen on the Instagram page today, did a little uh, combined post with Roasty talking about Joey Manu and where he could end up. It's looking like it's going to be here, the stays at the Sydney Roosters, or he joins the New Zealand Warriors. And two sides of this argument, I took the Warriors side, Roasty took the Roosters side. But to be honest with you, uh, there was fair arguments on both sides. Uh, if he went to the Roosters, I couldn't really argue with it. I know if he went to the Warriors, Roasty wouldn't really push back on that either. There's some great points for both sides here and when we put up the Instagram post we both wrote about a you know 30 word sort of synopsis on how we thought um, it could play out going to either side for me I said about Joey Manu going to the Warriors Joey Manu would be a sensational reward for the Warriors who have kept our game alive for the last two years a spine of SJ Walsh and Manu would be a game changer and a potential premiership winner for the Warriors note the word potential when I say premiership winner I know a lot of people got very butthurt on the internet uh, and took the quote premiership winner um, potential premiership winner, which means obviously the word potential means that they can possibly happen. Doesn't mean it's definitely going to happen, means it can possibly happen. And I think it genuinely could happen if they were to get a guy like Joey Manu. Um, we'll talk about that more in a second. Roasty says, at just 25 years old, Manu is one of, if not the best center in the game in a winning system. The Roosters are not done yet, and he could be that leader to help them back to premiership glory. Plus, one-club players are rarer than me picking winners on a Saturday. Pretty rare for me as well, just quietly in all sorts. Now, when we have a look at this, uh, for me, if he was to join the Warriors, I think it would be sensational to see him play fullback or 5'8". They've obviously got young Reese Walsh there who could play either role. Sean Johnson, I assume he will be the 7 moving forward for the next few years. But Reese Walsh, he could play fullback or he could play 6. Same as Joey Manu, realistically, he could play fullback or at 6. Personally, I'd probably lean towards having Reese Walsh playing 6 uh, and Joey Manu at fullback. But defensively, it might be worth chopping them over there. So it depends how you want to play that one out there. But a spine like that could be incredibly successful for the New Zealand Warriors. Will it definitely be? No, we don't know that for sure, but I think it's got the potential to be. Now, all the comments, all the messages I got was, oh, yeah, well, we had you know Isaac Luke, Kieran Foran, Sean Johnson, Roger Tuivasa, check in 2017, led to nothing. And I understand that, but 
in 2017, you signed a heap of really good players, didn't work. Does that mean you're never going to sign good players again? Are we just going to sit back and go, oh, well, it didn't work five years ago, so it's never going to work again? I mean, yes, they did this in 2017. It didn't turn out overly well. I understand that. But I think you've got to look and analyze that there's a few factors to this. Uh, Sean Johnson, completely different footballer to what he is now. He was an erratic, young halfback. He, he was a touch footballer, not a true halfback. He's transitioned into being a true seven now. Roger Tuvasa-Shek was in the early parts of his careers arriving from the Sydney Roosters. Kieran Foran, off-field. I mean, let's be honest here, he was in all sorts. Um, the, the mental space that he was in was not in a good place. He's now returned to the Manly Seagulls and found some good form. He also went to Parramatta. He also went to the Bulldogs. It didn't work out there. Foz is a true Manly player. He needs to be playing for the Seagulls to be playing good football. Uh, so I don't... And, you know, Isaac Luke well and truly passed his best. He was a South Sydney boy through and through. Left, went to the Warriors. Didn't quite work out. And the other thing about this is that the Warriors then... They weren't resilient. They had no resilience whatsoever. They were playing under Stephen Kearney. It wasn't really working. You didn't hear many positives uh, out of that camp or uh, from former players about Stephen Kearney. Uh, Now, they've been through absolute hell the last two years, and they've shown resilience in games. How many times did you watch the Warriors over the last two years and think, oh, They've just conceded a try that should lead to 30 points, and somehow they just hang in the contest. And that's after not being in New Zealand, having everything stacked against them, you know. So I think this club has changed. I think the mindset of the playing group has changed a lot. Obviously, they've lost Phil Gould. They've lost Peter O'Sullivan, which is really going to sting. Nathan Brown's there at the moment. I think he's done a good job, all things considered. So, look, I just think that because it didn't work in 2017, that doesn't mean you never sign good players again. Like, that's... That's the most backwards and ridiculous mindset of all time. That is That has just got the internet written all over it. I can't believe how many people have gone down that avenue and how many people are supporting that mindset. Because it didn't work once upon a time, we're never going to sign good players again. Like, please, wake up to yourselves. Now, yes, it didn't work in 2017. There was a lot of factors that went into that. If this was to happen in 2023, I mean, to have SJ at seven, a matured, experienced Sean Johnson with a great kicking game, great pass selection, bring in Reese Walsh, who he'll be able to play 5-8 and he'll be able to play off the cuff. And we already know that he's a guy that when the game's on the line, he wants the ball in his hands. This is what I've spoken about since day one with Reese Walsh, is that he is he's willing to own a win. He's also willing to own a loss. He wants the ball in his hands in the big moments. Having a guy like SJ would be fantastic. And then just having the pure X factor of Joey Manu. If you were to have him at fullback, he's a big body. I'm not saying he is Tom Trevojevic, but he's got that ability like Tom Trevojevic to just get the ball at A or to get the ball from dummy half and just, you know, just outmuscle his way to the trial. And he's the sort of guy that when they get close to the line, he does want the ball in his hands. He understands the impact that he can have. Don't message me saying I call Joey Manu Tom Trevojevic. That's not what I did. It's the mindset the Turbo's developed over the last year when they get close to the line. He just says, give me the pill. I need it now. Joey Martin has always had that in his game. Along with the offload, there's a heap that goes into his game. So I think it'd be sensational to see these guys line up together. Once again, I'm not sure where you would play Manu and Reese Walsh, whether it'd be 6-1, and one, who would defend at 6, who would defend at 1. There's a lot of things that go into it they'd have to work out. Uh, Reese Walsh. If he's going to play six, he probably have to improve his, his kicking game a little bit. He's still got a decent kicking game, to be honest with you, but he would have to improve it, no doubt about it. I think Joey Marno would have to also add a kick to his game. We've seen him put in a couple of kicks in games, but they are sort of awkward. You can tell that he's not an experienced kicker, so he would have to adapt his game in that way. But good God, I'm not going to say that Joey Marno can't do anything realistically. We've seen him do everything in the game so far. He's been at centre, and all of a sudden he jumps into fullback, and he just shows this skill set that... No one else really has, yeah? This is just the sort of guy that he is. Now, 
of that, as I said, the Warriors, they've been through hell the last two or three years. Their resiliency has been unbelievable. Um, off the back of that as well, these are the guys that have kept our game alive for the last two years. Now, for me, I'm excited for the Dolphins to come in. It's going to be sensational. But straight away, I think to myself, well, fuck, one team has to have a bye every week. This is going to suck. That's the one thing I'm worried about. It's the one thing I don't like. Now, if the Warriors would have said, hey, we don't want to move away from our home, away from our families for six months to go live in a suitcase out of a hotel and then do it next year again, I've got to tell you, I wouldn't have pushed back on. I would have said, yep, fair enough. I, I, I wouldn't want to do that either. But these guys, they get gave up so much to come and represent the New Zealand Warriors in a different country, away from family, away from everything going on. So many of these guys have young children and whatnot that they just left at home and they went and took on this massive challenge and they actually competed, yeah? It would have been really shit. It might as well have been a buy if the Warriors of old would have come over and they would have just caved in on themselves and conceded 40 points every week. They didn't. They showed up, they defended their ass off week in, week out, and they played some great footy over the last two years. So for me, I think the Warriors deserve an opportunity like this. I All I can picture in my head is season 2023, when potentially you could have Sean Johnson, you could have Joey Manu, and you could have Reese Walsh, entertainment machines, and potentially the NRL says, you know what, you guys haven't had home games in X amount of years, we're going to give you a heap of home games, an absolute heap of them, maybe even all home games. We'll see how it plays out. But I definitely think the Warriors deserve some sort of recognition, and I think it should come in the way of home games. If you're a New Zealand Warriors fan, you listen to this in New Zealand, I, uh, I don't understand your pain, but I can imagine that not seeing any football from the Warriors in two years, that is absolutely heartbreaking. I think it'd be great for the NRL to send a heap more games to New Zealand, give them the vast majority of their games at Mount Smart Stadium around New Zealand. And if you were to have these superstars, good God, how exciting could it be? As I said, I think they potentially could challenge for a premiership. I think that if you give the Warriors this spine with the current forward pack they have, you keep Adam Fanua, Blake, Matt Lodge, a couple of other guys, you find a hooker maybe, and then you give them all games in New Zealand. Wow. This could be absolutely anything. And I, I know people say, oh, the Warriors will never win a premiership. That's fine. I mean, if you would have said in 2003, the West Tigers will never win a premiership, everyone would have agreed with you. Uh, if you would have said in 2002, South Sydney will never win a premiership, everyone would have agreed with you. So, I mean, th- things change very quickly. Yeah, The Cronulla Sharks, for 50 years, they were never going to win a premiership. All of a sudden, they do when it's done. Yeah, The Warriors have made it to two grand finals. They know how to get there. They just need to put it together on that day, which they haven't been able to do so far. I have really high hopes that if Joey Manu was to arrive, there and you never know you could get to 2024 and you have these three guys and all of a sudden a Roger Tuovasashek decides okay I'm done in union he could come back for a swan song year I mean the narratives that could come off the back of this would be sensational having SJ Reese Walsh Joey Manu it would make the club more appealing to other players as well which would be great for them now on the other side of the coin you have got Joey staying at the Roosters and this is the approach that Roasty took and I don't really disagree with what he said either to be honest with you I think Joey staying at the Roosters would be unreal He's played 140 games. He debuted in 2016. He scored 40 tries. Um, 40 tries doesn't really seem like a heap from 140 games, but think about the amount, the amount of tries he would have set up. Uh, his slick pass is probably the closest we've seen to Matt Gidley. The way that he takes a line on, the way that he creates, especially when he jumps into fullback, he's laying on two or three tries this every game that he's played one, essentially. So incredible stats from Joey Manu. Uh, he's played... 21-plus games from the last four seasons. So take out uh, when he was hit by Latrell Mitchell at the end of this season. I mean, he's playing 20-plus games every single season. So a sensational grab there for someone as well. Reliable. He is always there. He always shows up. Eight games to New Zealand. That should have probably skyrocketed. That would be at least double that if it wasn't for COVID and New Zealand was still playing games around here. 
he's just 25 years old, which is the scary thing. Now, he's 25 years old. He's already won two premierships at the Sydney Roosters, yeah? 25. So let's say he plays to 33, uh, which, I mean, he could go longer than that. Realistically, his body's not really showing any signs of slowing down. It took, you know, Latrell Mitchell at absolute full pole to knock him over uh, in, a, in a bit of a cheap shot for him to get injured. I mean, this guy's never injured, essentially, Joey. So to say that he could play till 33, I don't think that's a big call. That's another eight years. Now, you think about in his first, what is it, six years? He's already won two premierships. So if you were to just go at that rate, which, you know, I understand it doesn't work like that. I get that. But, I mean, would it shock anyone if Joey Manu finishes with five premierships? Would it shock anyone if he wins three premierships in the next eight years if he stays at the Sydney Roosters? They're going to be there and thereabouts. And three premierships in eight years, that's a lot. Don't get me wrong. But when you're at the Roosters... I mean, it was only a year or so ago they won two premierships back-to-back. So if they were to do that again, which I don't think would shock anyone with Teddy, Keary, Angus Crichton, Sam Walker. I mean, the list goes on. You add Joey Manu in there. I mean, I don't think it's out of the realms of possibility that the Roosters could win three premierships in the next eight years. Am I saying it's definitely not? Am I saying it's definitely going to happen? No, I'm not. But I definitely think it has the potential to happen. History tells us that the Roosters are capable of doing this right now. The game is more suited to teams who have the best coaches. There's only two or three coaches that are better or on the same level as Trent Robinson. So they will be there and thereabouts. This year, they were decimated with injuries. They had nothing go their way. They still finished fifth, yeah? So they are well and truly in contention for a premiership every year. If Joey Manu does stay there, I mean, it really could be anything for him. And when we have a look, at, you know, the great centres of the modern era, the great centres of the last 30 years. I sort of think names like Mal Meninga, Greg Inglis, Jamie Lyon, Justin Hodges. Uh, I'd probably put Mark Gaznier in there as well. So there's a couple of guys to consider. Now, when you look at these guys, Mal Meninga, he won in 89, he won in 90, he won in 94. Um, three premierships for Mal Meninga, yeah? You look at GI, three premierships there, 07, 09, 14, 07, 09. You could say he doesn't have those. So you could say GI won one premiership. I'm going to say he won three grand finals. You can argue that however you want to put it. But let's say GI, three premierships, along with Mal Meninga, three premierships. Jamie Lyon, two premierships. Justin Hodges, two premierships. Um, I mean, he won with the Broncos in 06. He also won with the Roosters in 2002, playing right centre there. A guy like Mark Gaznia, just a one premiership in 2010. So, I mean, of all these great centres, none of them have won more than three premierships. Joey's 25. He's already got two. Uh, and look, premierships don't define players. I understand that. Please don't get butthurt and message me saying that's stupid. Play, premierships do not define players, but it definitely matters. It definitely matters when you look back at the legacy. I mean, every single player will show up for preseason over the next three weeks with one goal to lift a premiership in a year's time, yeah? That is the goal of our game, to win premierships. You want to win premierships with your club teammates. Joey Manu's already won two. He could potentially win more at the Sydney Roosters. If all of a sudden we get to the end of his career, and let's say, as I said, he's won five premierships, I mean, that's two more than Mal Meninga. That's two more than Greg Inglis, which is pretty crazy. I'm not saying Joey Manu is better than those guys, but as far as legacy goes, it definitely helps. Winning premierships does matter. It's not the be-all and end-all, but it does matter. And if Joey Manu finishes his career as a center with five rings, that's incredible. Also being a one-club player. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello 
Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. At the Sydney Roosters is massive. You don't see many one-club players anymore. Roasty mentioned that in his thing. He said, plus one-club players are rarer than me picking winners on a Saturday. We've all been there on a Saturday. Tough no- tough knock there. But Joey Martin, if he was to be a one-club man and a five-time premiership winner, let's knock it down to four-time premiership winner. All of a sudden, we're talking a few years about the best centres we've seen. I mean, Joey Manu, he's 25 and he's arguably the best centre in our game right now. Do I think he could overtake Mal Meninga? No, I don't. But there's probably going to be aspects of his game that you could argue he's overtaken Mal in. If he does win more and more premierships, if he wins another two or three premierships, like you've got to put him in that conversation. Do I think he could be the best center of all time? No, I don't. But is it impossible? No, of course it's not. You know, I, I remember in 2016 when I sort of said, oh, Cooper Cronk, I would have him as an immortal. And, you know, my mates sort of laughed at me. The next three years, he won three premierships in a row, and all of a sudden, he's right in, into that conversation. Does it happen with everyone? No, it doesn't. But you can't say it's impossible with a guy like Joey Manu playing at a club like the Sydney Roosters with the caliber of player they've got and the coach like Trent Robinson. I think it'd be really interesting if Joey did stay at the Roosters. No doubt about that. I think it'd be better for rugby league if he went to the Warriors because the Warriors need another guy like Joey Manu at their club. But if he was to stay at the Roosters, I've always been a big fan of champions. I love watching, you know, Tom Brady at the Patriots. I love what he's doing at Tampa now. I love watching how Brad Fitlove moved clubs and was so successful at the Roosters. Watching Lockyer, I mean... you, you, you name a champion player, I love watching how it unfolds. And this is why I'm such a big Cooper Cronk fan is because he went from a winning system to another winning system and they kept winning. He went from, he, he left Origin for 10 or 15 minutes and all of a sudden Queensland lose their first series in eight years, you know. He then retires and it takes him two years to win another series after that. These sort of guys matters and, and, and these things matter in rugby league to me anyway. So seeing jo- Joey Manu stay there, I think it'd be sensational. But... Do we want to see Joey Manu play centre for the rest of his career? I can't see him getting the six jersey. I can't see him getting the one jersey at the Sydney Roosters. Not for a couple more years anyway. He'd probably have to wait till he's 28, 29, which is another three or four years down the track until he is the main guy there. Would we not rather see Joey Manu at the Warriors playing in a key spine position, touching the ball upwards of 40 times a game instead of 15 to 20? For me... Personally, I'd love to see that. If he stays at the Roosters, I think it's great for his career as well. Winning premierships matters. Winning matters. Bottom line, yeah. And Joey Manu, he will win a lot at the Sydney Roosters. But I look back at his legacy. Yes, he can stay at the Roosters. For me, if he wins another two or three premierships at the Roosters, let's say he wins another two premierships at the Roosters, sensational effort. It's great. But if he goes to the Warriors and he wins one premiership there, he wins their first ever premiership. He's the signing that really turns everything around. For me, the legacy of winning one at the New Zealand Warriors, their first premiership ever, compared to winning another two to three at the Sydney Roosters, who are a championship team with the best coach, who are a team that are just known for winning premierships. I don't know. I think I put a little bit more value in, in the Warriors premiership, to be honest with you. Not taking anything away from winning it at the Roosters, but winning it at the Warriors, I mean, all the comments that I'm getting on Instagram are saying, oh, the Warriors never win. They had this, they had that. They never win, blah, blah, blah. It would be huge for our game if the Warriors managed to win, especially off the narrative of the last two years when they've been playing in Australia away from their fans. It's been an absolute nightmare. 
Personally, as I said in the Instagram post, I would love to see him go to the Warriors because I think it would be the best narrative imaginable if they were able to win a premiership. I think they have a team that can compete for a premiership and potentially win a premiership as well, especially if the NRL helps them out with games in New Zealand and whatnot. But if he was to stay at the Roosters, I'm confident he's going to win more premierships. He's going to keep stacking those up and he's going to put himself in the conversation of being one of the best centres of all time. But I don't think any of those premierships will be Joey Manu's premiership. They will always belong to a James Tedesco, a Luke Keary, one of those guys. If he moves to the Warriors and he's fullback or 5'8", wow, it could really be a different story with Joey Manu. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Mm. 